Hello, dear listeners. Today is a very, very special episode in so many ways. And I'm really thrilled to share something amazing with you. But first of all, I want to say a big thank you. And I want to celebrate that this is the 30th episode of this podcast. And we've been going on for six months. Okay, I've been going on for six months. And I know from the statistics that you've been listening, you've been tuning in and you've been downloading this show. And I thank you. I must say six months ago, I did not, or maybe seven months ago, I did not expect to go this far. I thought I'll do six episodes or maybe 12 and that's it. But 30, today is the 30th. And I really want to celebrate that. I really want to, to feel proud because I started off with so much vulnerability. I was so not ready and being the perfectionist that I am, you know, I thought this is not going to work out. You know, I, I don't even know what tantra is. I'm a tantric sex coach, qualified, certified, practiced for so, so many years. And still, I come on my first episode and say, I have not got a clue what Tantra is. <laughs> I mean, how badly can things start? So you can go back to the episode one and see what did I say? Or listen, what did I say about what is Tantra? And yeah, I might actually need to record another one, maybe in year's time or six months time. What is Tantra 2.0 for me? Because I'm on this journey as well. This is a tantric journey. It's a path to pleasure. And it's evolving. It does, it kind of unfolds. Nothing needs to be perfect. And we are co-creating this together. So I'm okay with that. I feel actually very proud today. And I'm happy to say that. And today I also want to celebrate you. And I will say that we have a really juicy story today. And I can't wait to share that with you. My name is Anna Blund and I'm your tantric sex and relationship coach and the host of this open and honest explicit show called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So yes, I really would like to reflect on this journey, this six months journey. It's been up and down techno, te techno, technically, technologically, but also sometimes, you know, it's been quite difficult for me to show up and feel empowered and inspired enough that I feel that I have actually something to give to you. So your emails, your messages, your reviews, your testimonials, you coming on the show, all these things have meant so much to me, so, so much to me, because it's not like I'm standing on a stage and feeling you live there, listening to me and responding to my energy and I responding to your energy, your comments, your questions, your um, feedback. No, this is like I'm talking to a bloody wall. <laughs> And I don't know if anybody's getting this. I mean, I just recorded this show and the internet was down. So I'm doing this again. So hey-ho, 
that's how it is. I'm committed for this weekly show because of you. You've given me so much feedback saying that this is important. This is something that you really want to talk about, discuss about, learn about, hear about. Sex is something that we all think. So why not start talking about it now and actually practicing it? Pleasure is something that we all yearn for. It needs to be something that is really true to us, something that inspires and empowers and gives us energy and and that self-care. It's not something that we can outsource to somebody else or or you know, just you know, well, you can, but I mean it's not the same. It's not deeply satisfying, it's not deeply nourishing, and it's not yours. It's just something maybe, you know, it's okay. Hmm? but really embodying your own pleasure, really owning it, really having that audacity to reclaim your own pleasure. That's what it's all about. It's not You can't go and change anybody else. You can't go and demand things from somebody else. But you can change yourself. You can take responsibility. You can, you can, responsibility really means being able to respond. That's what it means. Responsibility, able to respond. So you are able to respond to your own needs. You are able to look after your own desires and how you're going to meet them. Either solo first, ideally, I always talk about self-pleasure and how important or important that is. And then in your relationships, your loverships with your partner. So this is, this is what it's all about. So I was really reflecting about this show and what's been happening over the six months. And it, it has been quite a journey. I've had amazing people, so brave, vivacious people coming on this show. And I really want to say a big, big thank you to you all. And most importantly to you, Amanda, I know you're listening. You are the crucial person who really inspired me and encouraged me to show up, even though I felt as a perfectionist that I'm not ready. I can't do this. I don't know enough. It's not, it's not something that I can even contemplate of talking publicly about such intimate things. And you, you made me see that it's not about me. It's about everybody else. It's about all of us. It's about us creating a society that is more pleasure positive, more loving to ourselves, having that self-care and really owning our own pleasure. So I say thank you from a bottom of my, from the bottom of my heart. And Amanda has been very crucial helping me to, to, to understand how podcasting works and how, how to go about it. So I really want to say a big thank you to you. And she's also been on a couple of these episodes. So you do know her. The other big thank you goes to Kat and Rob, my dear friends, who actually came up with the name of this show. 
And I was kind of, no, no, it has to be like selfishly happy. And, you know, that means and I was going on these different tangents and, you know, and said, no, just say what you want to say and say it <laughs> and, and don't, don't go around it and just go for it. And again, I just need to hear that whatever is in my heart and in my truth is actually needed. And I can say it without going into the details and, and really talking, talking about what I want to talk about. So thank you to you too. And, um, so yeah, I started off with talking about what is Tantra. And to me, it's very much about something that is inside of all of us. And I really celebrate Francesca, who is a very dear friend and has come onto this show very vivaciously, very much owning her own energy and her own tantric path. And on the second episode, Amanda and Francesca really showed us their own path of tantra, journey to their bodies and how different differently they have experienced tantra and uh, and what it means to them. I really celebrate you two, vulvacious, very brave women with amazing, amazing stories. So thank you to you. And I really, I think it was, um, yeah, I think it was, um, it was Amanda who actually shared on LinkedIn not long ago when I asked about the favorite episodes and, uh, several of you I already spoke about in, uh, in the last episode, but she said that my favorite episode is still the one about relationship attachment styles as it helps me to this day observe and notice patterns in me and those I relate to. And that was episode six, I think, with Angelique Bres, who's my dear friend and colleague from Paris. And she's an expert in attachment styles, just like a famous Esther Perel relationship guru and, um, and therapist says, tell me how you were loved as a child. And I tell you how you show up in relationships, whether they're romantic or at work place. So it's all about those unmet needs and how you can actually deal with them and, uh, yeah, again, take ownership of them and get what you need and want now as an adult so that you don't repeat very toxic situations in your life. So thank you, Angelique, for your expertise and your amazing energy on that, on that particular episode. A big thank you to Lady Jin, who Francesca and I met on, a, I think it was episode four, about how to make my partner want to have sex with me or have more sex with me. And Lady Jin, you are amazing in your Taoistic wisdom from your own culture and really bringing that new modern training you've done in New York and America. And just, I think that was a really beautiful episode as well. So please go and listen to that if you haven't yet. It's episode four, and it's all about how to make my partner want, want to have sex with me. Um, I really 
was quite intrigued about the idea of having a coaching episode, which would involve you, any of you coming on the show and being coached by me for free. Because I think it's, uh, it's extremely vulnerable. It's extremely difficult, even when you are anonymous. Um, but I thought that that would be a really amazing way to start remodeling these societies and cultures where sex is not talked about or it's being, it's something naughty or it's something kind of, uh, you know, it's exciting and kind of, you know, in a, in a naughty way where it's, uh, it's getting into the shadows again. And I really wanted and still want to show up in those episodes to help you or your friend or friends to, to have coaching from me. So I called it asking for a friend for a reason. And it's because it's either that you can use that as a, oh, I'm asking for a friend. It's not, it's not me. I don't have this problem, but I'm just asking for a friend, which is fair enough. And it's okay. You know, that's absolutely fine. Or you can truly truly ask for a friend who doesn't have the courage or time to come on the show. So I've had both two people on the show so far, uh, uh, Amanda, who truly asked for her friends. And uh, there were lots of different questions. And it was really interesting to actually be put on the spot in a way, you know, as a, as a sex coach. And how would I, how would I deal with that? That was episode eight. And then I had a really brave woman to come and ask for her friends, a couple, on episode 14, how to talk about sex with an introverted partner. So that was a really, really interesting episode. And I shared a couple of really good, in my opinion, in my experience, and also what my couples coaching, um, when I coach couples, they've given that feedback that they worked for them. So, Eliquity, I celebrate you again for coming on the show and I really would invite you to come back and let us know how your friends are getting along with those communication exercises and it would be a really helpful for, I bet, for, for lots of us. And and if it hasn't worked out, don't be shy about it. You know, just ask more questions and uh, I'll do my best to answer those and share something else. Uh, then I had a really exciting opportunity to have a male guest and I, I don't know why I haven't had men before on this show. I mean, I know you're listening, so, you know, come on the show either, you know, just to share your stories or being coached or ask questions or, or share what you feel Tantra is for you or, you know, we can, we can co-create an episode. Just come on, come on board. So I really celebrate you, Mikey, for coming on episode 16. We talked about kind of what is a modern man and the, in, in, in the view of that there's a lot of to- toxicity about this kind of macho warrior type of men training that we see popping up here and there and everywhere and really what does it mean to be truly 
conscious, spiritually awakened, and a very, very sexy man. So Mikey Brackett, I take my hat off you and really uh, loved what this mature masculinity is like in your opinion. So, so that was a really, really nice discussion. And I hope I will, I will be able to have another, another episode with you too. So thank you for coming on the show. Um, I suppose I then kind of went into, you know, I've been talking about orgasm in <laughs> most, most episodes. There's one really popular one, number 10, tantric sex and the sound of orgasm. I'll have what she's having. That's a reference to Mac Ryan faking an orgasm in uh, when ha- Harry met Sally film that famous, famous episode. Um, oh, sorry, movie. And I'm, I'm really talking about faking what, 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 why women feel that they need to fake and also about orgasms. And there were, there's several other ones as well that I, I talk about orgasms like 19 orgasm in tantric sex and how to manifest whatever you desire. And, um, I think there's something. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure if there's any any other ones, but I do I do like to talk about orgasm a lot. <laughs> so Francesca then came back and we did two episodes about tantric touch. They are eleven and twelve, and we went really deep and really explicit about pussy and penis massage. So tune into those if you haven't listened to them yet. And Yes, I think I got a bit cheeky after that. I I don't know. I, I suppose that was a time <laughs> when I thought nobody's listening to me anyway. So let's do an experiment. And I started talking because I, you know, some of you might know that I'm a recovering ex-green politician. So uh, back in Finland, I used to be a politician and um, I had to resign because I burned out. I, I took everything too seriously. So I still follow lots of important discussions and topics that affect societies and people's lives. And one of that is, especially in my niche, is about AI, chat GPT and sex bots. And I started to really rant about those. So, so there's episode 18 and 19 where I, where I talk about, no, sorry, 18 and 17. The wild world of Tantra, Energy Unleashed, having a relationship with ChatGPT, which is an AI app. And also, what does it mean to have sex and love with a sex pot? So they haven't been terribly, (laughs) I must say, they haven't been terribly popular once, but it was June. And of course, June is the time of love and romance. So I hope at least in this part of the world, you were, you were having some really, really juicy time. So I then talked about, um, kissing. I love kissing, tantric kissing. It's one of my favorite pastimes. If I could choose my hobby, that would be tantric kissing somewhere in a corner of a, you know, street and just kiss for hours. Oh my goodness. Oh, bliss. 
But anyway, I then had a wonderful, wonderful woman from the other side of the planet in her midwinter in July. Lisa Tosha, thank you, my dear colleague, for coming on the show. And we talked about something that is quite a taboo as well in women's life, which is about menopause, perimenopause and postmenopause, how to enjoy as a midlife woman and pleasure has no agenda. We had so much fun. And if you are in that part of your life or it touches you in any kind of way, go and have a listen to that because it's a joyful episode. It truly is. It's succulent. It's juicy. It's it's wonderful. So greetings to Australia, to you and lots of love, Lisa, and anybody in, in those part of the world. So I suppose I've then kind of um, been sharing sharing um, more about pleasure and especially self-pleasure. That's a very, very important topic for me, dear to my heart. And last episode, I had Francesca back and we talked about does size matter? That's episode 29. And we are not just talking about penis like you might think. We're talking about also vulvas and vaginas and what does it mean to have such diversity in both uh, types of genitalia and even genitalia in between. But now, coming to the main juicy bit of, of this episode, because I have had a great pleasure and deep honor to share with you something, something truly delicious. And here's the story of a, of a listener. And here it goes. I started my self-care evening with a little edge play right after my shower. I actually have been edging on and off for three days now. I like to give myself some challenges a few days on end, sometimes a week or two. And if you don't know what edging is, that's when you take yourself to near the peak pleasure, so nearly orgasming, uh, but then relaxing and letting the pleasure to kind of die down a little bit more and then building the pleasure up again, building your turn on up again. So if you, if you think like scale from one to 10, one, or let's say zero, zero is, is no, no turn on whatsoever. And 10 is actually having the orgasmic experience. So when you get into seven and eight, you know that, okay, okay, your whole body, your brain, everything, your whole nervous system is shouting. Yes, we know. Yeah. Hey, we know where we're going now. This is cool. And you're on that highway, on that motorway to your orgasm. So before you get in there, you start slowing down, maybe 8.9 or 9.1. You really start to get into the kind of no return zone. So before you get there, you just relax and it's called edging. You just kind of, you just go, 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 go back and just chill. And I wouldn't do that really abruptly. If you're having a partner play, I would not pull out because that can be really detrimental for your partner and their pleasure, but actually just slow down and use the holistic sex tools that I've been t teaching throughout this uh, show and also in my ebook, 
Pleasure is Your Birthright, Seven Holistic Sex Tools, and that we are going to cover on the coming Pleasure Quest on the 15th of September. It's actually open now. So tomorrow and Sunday, you will have the opportunity to get a cheap price and then it will go into the launch price. So please go into the show notes and join the Pleasure Quest. There's one for female and one for male bodies because we are talking about genitalia and we are talking about also tantric magnetic energetic poles of genitalia. So it's important to then choose one or the other. And I will also do audios about those areas. So, you know, if you don't have them, it might be a bit challenging to do the practices. You see what I mean? So choose one or the other or give the other one to your partner or whatever, you know, to a friend, to your mom, dad, mm, maybe not. But um, yes, so that's, that's edging. So you can use those holistic sex tools to help you to edge and build that pleasure more and more instead of going the old way that your brain and your whole body knows how to get into the quick and easy orgasm. So let's, shall we continue with the story? Yeah, let's continue. Okay, so the story goes on. I was in a bit of a horny mood. Mm, I bet you were when I went to bed. I watched a bit of TV. Nothing got my attention. I have a nice vibe toy that I can use hands-free. I can place it under the, uh, I can place it at the base of my cock and it will give me some stimulation and good feelings, but not enough to make me hard. I felt I was onto something and I wanted to have a nice session. My thoughts turned into, uh, so, um, sorry, I'm getting a bit flustered here. My, my thoughts turned erotic and soon enough I was watching some porn. Again, it didn't get my attention, but man, it felt good. I'm about 25 minutes into my playtime now, and I was touching myself, rubbing my frenulum. I really, really enjoy that. And frenulum is the, is the, what I call a clitoris of a penis. <laughs> it's not really, but uh, it's kind of equally, well, maybe not even equally, but it is the most um, sensitive spot, mo- most pleasurable spots in, in the penis. It's sort of under the head. It's like a little kind of holy bit. And um, yeah, it's really important to, to, to massage that bit and really learn to, to, to kind of uh, moderate where the pleasure, you know, goes up and down and so on. So use the frenulum massage if you can, please. So anyway, the story, go- uh, yeah, the story goes, I felt I was missing something, some deeper feelings. I wanted to feel something that I didn't want to see on a screen, something I wanted to feel on the inside. Oh, this is so good. That's really, really good. I, I celebrate you for, for doing that, really feeling into your body. Well done. Well done. So he says, I turned off the porn. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good thing not to not to go. If you want to do something differently, if you want to have that diversity of pleasure, don't always go to the porn. You know, just just or fantasy world. 
just go into your body, start feeling the feels and the sensations. And this is also really cool. So he turned off the porn and then he says, I took off my blanket and opened the window to get the night air. Mm, Very sensual that is because you're really, really having that sensation of the air, the breeze on your skin and the freshness of the night air. Maybe hearing, you know, what's happening outside the cars or the birds or whatever. Really, really lovely. I, and, and five senses is really something that gets you present in the moment. So you're really using those tools. So he continues. I led back down and became present. Well, I'm not surprised. Of course you did. There has been a lot of talk about breathing, breathing deeply, belly breathing, slow inhale and exhale. The more constant and level breathing I did, more I became present. The more I became embodied in my pleasure. And of course, that breathing, breath work is one of the holistic sex tools. Use it. Yes, yes. I was not rushing to the orgasm. I was building the wave. I was really trying not to clench or force the peak. And this is very important for men, especially because men, when, when they feel that the peak is coming, when they feel that the orgasm is coming, they try to clench their buttocks, you know, and, and the anus are really squeezing. It's kind of, Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't really let go. And, you know, I don't want to come yet. And that's really counterproductive. It really is. So the most important thing is that you relax your buttocks, you relax your anus and you breathe. Those are the most important things you can do. Sometimes it might also help if you touch your um, perineum and press there. So that might help not to get the, the blood flow into your penis. But I would not recommend that too much because I think the holistic sex tools like breathing, sounding movement, the energy circulation, all that, focusing intention, being present are more important. They actually work really, really well once you learn how. So um, where was I? Yes, so the wave grew, he says. I was getting to the point of no return. I slowed down a bit more and let my cur- to- toes curl. I played with my nipples a bit. All the way, the vibe at a low setting kept me close. I didn't clench. I didn't force, I let it build. I felt the start of my orgasm. I fought it off a bit, breathe deeper. The wave started. This was bliss, wonderful, almost a full body orgasm. Right from my frenulum, edge a bit longer, and then it peaked. I mean, this is, this is absolutely beautiful. This is such a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing it. And he continues, it was so grand, breathing through, breathing through it all. A cool breeze through the window gave me a bit of a shiver. I came back to the earth with one of the most memorable self-care sessions ever. All because I was present, aware, and embodied. Oh, yes. Hell yes. 
this is exactly what I mean. This is exactly that is available to every one of you. Regardless what gender you are, you can really use these tools and become more present, more aware, more embodied, and really have that love, that pleasure, that energy on tap. And you will radiate that on the following day, every day after. You can really show up in the world. Anywhere you go, you come up with that energy, that vibe that you've got you. You really are responsible being able to respond, responsible. That's what it means. And it really helps you to, to choose what kind of emotion and feelings and what kind of energy you show up because that's the only thing you can be responsible for is how you feel, what your emotions are and what your energy is. You can't change anything else in this world, only yourself. And that's why Tantra is called an inner technology. Oh, Gosh, that was a bit of a breach. <laughs> uh, so is there anything else he says? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is cool. The day after I listened to your podcast about self-care tantric way, about self-pleasure, and without realizing it, it's just what I exactly did. And yes, you did. So congratulations and thank you for doing that and sharing with us this is really beautiful and I, I want to celebrate you. And, and he says, I'm a male 50 plus. So male 50 plus, thank you for sharing that with us all. And I hope that will be an inspiration to us all. What self care in terms of self pleasure, self play will look like. And I'd be very interested to know how it would look like for you. What would you? do differently? How would you use these holistic sex tools? What is it about you and pleasure? What does it mean to you? So do email me or message me or come on the show. Come, 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 come. I really, really would like to have more people on this show for the next six months. And be vivacious, be ballsy, be brave, be courageous. And let's start creating a world that is pleasure positive, that is really celebrating this kind of beautifulness of our bodies, of our consciousness, of our feelings and sensations. Because this is what it's, it's all about creating the world you want to see and live in. So it starts from within you. It starts from your own self care and self love, your self pleasure. And then you can show up in your partnerships, loverships, in your other relationships, at workplace, at in the world, as that inspired, creative, spiritual person who is so aligned with their truth, with their truest essence, and being so authentic and loving and fun and joyful, blissful, ecstatic. <laughs> this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. It's not about pain and suffering. Yes, we do have all that and we, we can, we can write through of those too. We have these tools. We can breathe through. We can sound through. We can show our emotions. We can, we can be full beings, human beings, not just human doings. 
So that's for me today, and I invite you to join me on the Pleasure Quest. Go into the show notes, and this weekend, I invite you to join, and we start on the 15th of September. And this is Anna Plant, your tantric sex and relationship coach, and the host of this open and honest and so deliciously explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others, and lots and lots of pleasure and love to you. See you on the path of pleasure next time. Bye now.